The Angry Chicken is a production of AMove TV. Bookmark AMove.tv for more gaming and esports shows. The Angry Chicken is directly supported by listeners like you via patreon.com slash TAC. podcast about Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. This is the Angry Chicken. Greetings and welcome everyone to an Angry Chicken special report because this is going to be such a meaty topic. To say it's been a passionate few days for Hearthstone Esports would probably be putting it mildly. Absolutely. I mean, the reason that we talked about this ahead of time is because I literally texted Garrett and I was like, did you see this? Like, what's going on right now? And it was I mean, there's so many different takes. There's so many different feelings around what actually occurred over the weekend in Grandmasters. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot to kind of go over and unpack here. And I have a feeling it could get a little passionate and heated. So (laughs) if you are unaware, Hearthstone fans out there in Grandmasters Europe this past weekend, German player Psycho, not spelt like it sounds, made one of the most egregious misplays probably in the history of competitive Hearthstone when he allowed his Shrivala to die without baleful bankering it back into his deck in the, the same turn. This is kind of like the most basic thing you need to learn about Holy Wrath Paladin before you take it out for a spin. I'll tell you what, there is one player who is extremely good at recognizing strange alternatives, and it's Psycho exactly. Like, recognizing that you need to do something pretty drastic this turn. Whoa, wait, What? The Shrivala's just vulnerable. Did he not bank? He didn't banker it. What? What? Basically, players and casters were quick to point out that Psycho spent a lot of his time looking down instead of up at, at the monitor that he was actually playing Hearthstone on. I mean, if you've watched any Grandmasters, unless it's, you know, the odd game where someone's camera isn't working or something, you know, they've, they've got the webcams off to the left side. It was it was so weird to watch because, I mean, I always notice that. I always watch the players because to me, I don't know if they're talking to production or themselves or whatever, but I always watch the players because they usually look like they're talking to someone and sometimes they're like looking away. And I'm always like, what are you doing? What's going on over there? And maybe I just have a suspicious mind, but (laughs) I was, I was really confused as to what was happening. And I mean, there's basically no chance of cheating in grandmasters because the cast itself is on such a long delay. I'm pretty sure they're at 30 or 45 minutes. So it's a very significant delay from when the players are actually playing to when it goes up live on Twitch (laughs) live air quotes. I never expect any of the players are are full on like cheating, but it just, it, it always just seems a little odd. And this psycho looked the weirdest of any of the grandmasters I've seen so far in terms of like his action on stream. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's obvious as hell. It's, it's very apparent. Mm -hmm. You just see his, like his whole head just go down. He's staring down, no longer looking 
uh, forward. He's which, not paying attention at all. No, no, not, 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 none whatsoever. If you've ever seen me check a, a check my cell phone in the middle of a podcast, this is exactly what it looks like. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, you can go over and watch the VOD on the Hearthstone's esports YouTube uh, right now. Not long after this, Psycho basically got on Twitter and admitted that he was playing in a qualifier match for an upcoming $1 million auto chess tournament at the exact same time that he was playing his Grandmaster games against Boston. Now, that that tweet was quickly deleted, but the community had already screen capped it. Nothing dies on the internet, Jocelyn. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't see the tweet, it said, quote, I'm crying wasn't the best idea to play the chess qualifier this weekend, but I practiced too much for this already. Hope I can come back from this horrible start once everything is over. Now, again, as I mentioned, that that tweet was deleted and it caused quite the stir. And if I had to point to anyone as kind of a good example of the general uh, attitude of the community, I would point to one of the casters of this game, Sottle, because uh, he, he did not mince words. Free advice for you, my friend. Pay attention to the goddamn game you're playing when there are hundreds and thousands of other professional players that would love to be in your position right now. How about that? Boston could have just traded into Shervala, and that's the end of the game. That is Psycho's win condition and pretty much the only win condition in that deck. You're essentially trying to survive till you can draw your whole deck put Shrivala back into it and Holy Wrath for 25 damage. That's the way the deck works. It was just the most obvious thing in the world that Cycle wasn't paying attention and uh, and just misplayed egregiously. So Well, and not only was he not paying attention, but it was it was made even more obvious because it took him like a full turn and then he looked back up and then saw what had happened and made a big grand gesture. And I think that's really what set the casters off. Because they were like, okay, it's literally take it's the biggest misplay you could possibly make with this deck. And it took him his opponent's entire turn for him to even notice that he'd made that misplay. Most of the community isn't having it. Uh, and, and, and again, I'm, I'm using Saddle as an example because not only did, did, did Saddle, was he particularly candid on the stream itself, but then after the fact, uh, continued on Twitter talking about kind of defending himself because I think I didn't see any of the, the, the pushback against Saddle, but I can only imagine that some people were like, hey, that's, you know, a little little off color. Maybe you got a little too heated. Uh, but Saddle well, was... Yeah, because I, I think a lot of people at first thought that it was just legit a misplay. And they were like, you know, you're coming down really, really hard on a player for something that is a mistake that, you know, anyone can make. It's a, it's a natural thing. Not every, like everyone's not perfect. And there's a lot of pressure on them, blah, 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 blah. Which then led to Saddle being like, no, you guys, here's what actually happened. <laughs> yeah, he tweeted saying, quote, for anyone that, that's not clear, people can make mistakes. That's totally fine. What is not acceptable is playing auto chess visibly on stream while you're playing a GM Hearthstone match. The problem I ran into was that I can't just say, hey, look, everyone, he's playing auto chess on stream for obvious reasons. So for those that didn't notice, it looks like I'm just being a dick for no reason. I would never be that harsh on a player for just screwing up, but I do strongly believe that Psycho's actions were very insulting to the GM program and to thousands of players who would kill to be in position, I believe he meant in his position, uh, and then finish with, I take my job very seriously, too seriously at times. Uh, and whether you agree with that final statement or not, I, I, Subtle sometimes comes off a little strong to me. I felt his reaction was warranted. 
in this in this uh, instance. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think we have similar thoughts on Saddle's casting style, and he is a little bit abrasive at times, but I feel like he's not off the mark here at all. I mean, both he and Admirable had some very colorful things to say on stream, and obviously they can't, you know, talk about other games or what the, or like speculate on what psycho might've been doing. Um, obviously psycho himself cleared that up with the, with the now deleted tweet, but, um, like they, they obviously can see that something is going on and it's quite disrespectful. So if anything, I would say like, they almost went too easy on him. <laughs> I I'd like, I mean, you don't necessarily want a Hearthstone cast to, go too far down that you know angry negative like you still want to be excited you still want to be into the matches and you know talking about what's actually going on on screen so you you can't just turn it into your own personal ranting space but uh i don't think that anything that either admirable or saddle said at the time was uncalled for yeah uh, i i i think i think it was like rode the line perfectly personally i think it was just the right amount of like real talk for a blizzard sanctioned <laughs> cast. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, but it's, it's something, I mean, frankly, this, this season of grandmasters, I feel like casters have been pretty frank, uh, on and off, <laughs> off, off air. Um, it's kind of funny. There have definitely been times this year in grandmasters when I've been watching the broadcast and I'm like, can he talk about that? Can he say that? <laughs> Cause I mean, there was one point in a cast when they were killing time between matches where Frodan started talking about kink shaming. And I'm just like, um, <laughs> I don't think I would have heard that on a Hearthstone cast like three to four years ago. I, it I was feel like funny, but I'm just, just like, whoa, Blizzard's letting, letting loose the reins a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's a very, uh, I mean, it's, it's a popular, uh, like, uh, it's a popular word right now. It's a popular joke yeah. to make, get in, you know. Uh, oh, I know, no, I know. But it just, it's the kind of joke that I would expect to be on the like list of naughty words, I assume <laughs> that they give the cast that Blizzard gives the casters. Well, don't worry, that'll get patched out at some point along, just like Succubus. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, again, I I, I kind of like it. Uh, the, the, uh, some of it kind of, and it, it, it it's interesting because to me, it's it's hard for me to kind of divorce my thoughts about that uh, and kind of the the honesty I I I'm seeing. At least I feel like I'm seeing on display from the casters and from this broadcast. It's hard for me to divorce that from uh, what from what we're going to kind of get into here, which is, I think, uh, kind of a, a softer hand or, or, or a more open handling of uh, Hearthstone Esports in general by the Hearthstone Esports team. Um, th this this kind of drama snowball just continued to, to get larger as it rolled downhill. Um, uh, for me, I was reading an Inven Global article where they actually uh, got uh, a response from Psycho uh, written by uh, Tom Matheson. Um, and uh, Psycho re responded to Inven Global saying, quote, I'm sorry, I didn't want to be disrespectful at all. Uh, when uh, Drodo Studio announced the $1 million auto chess tournament, I started practicing like crazy, but I didn't think about uh, that it could be when I have to play Hearthstone as well. I felt like I had to play it, but I kind of regret putting so much time to it when I look at my Hearthstone results. And then continuing in that same piece, 
uh, Inven Global reports that Psycho says that he asked Blizzard to reschedule his match and that if he, they couldn't reschedule his Grandmasters match, uh, essentially asking for permission to play both tournaments simultaneously. And according to Psycho, Blizzard said something to the effect of, that sounds challenging, but if anyone could do it, it's probably someone like yourself. And that is not a no. <laughs> yeah, I mean... it that's just the most non-answer of all non-answers. And I think the thing that's what that is when my anger transitioned from psycho over to blizzard. Cause at first I thought psycho was being disrespectful of the fans and the players and the game and blizzard. And I was just like, what the heck is going on? Who thinks that this is okay. And that this is an acceptable way for a professional to act And then as soon as that came out that Blizzard, that he had brought this to Blizzard's attention, I mean, Blizzard doesn't have to change anyone's schedule, but I would expect, especially when you're dealing with a worldwide player base, like all of your grandmasters are from around the world. That's why it's a world championship, which means you're going to have a whole lot of non-native English speakers. You have to be freaking clear. Like, this is not clear. And I'm a native English speaker. It's my only language. So, like, if I don't understand from that, if I don't get a no from that, then how the heck is anyone else supposed to? Oh, man, I was so frustrated when I saw this part of the article. And I was just like, man... That sounds like a yes to me. I, I feel like that was the exact moment when you messaged me and you were like, hey, have you seen this? Have <laughs> it you seen this? It literally was. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely and, was. Yeah. So I get it's not a yes. Either. It's very important to point out this is not a yes or a no. This is just a non-answer. It's ambiguous. Yes. And that's the problem. Yes. It could be interpreted a bunch of different ways. And so Psycho chose to interpret that as, okay, well, It's a challenge. I'm up to the challenge. I've been practicing for both of these things quite a lot. There's a lot of money on the line in both tournaments. I'm going to give it a shot. And Blizzard didn't say no. So uh, I'm going to take up the challenge. Like it almost sounds like they're like uh, throwing down the gauntlet. Like, let's see you try. (laughs) He's like, okay. I mean, uh, I would argue that that's a stretch. And and, and, and some of the... (laughs) some of the comments uh, following this from the community, I think it was, I think it was Frodan tweeted something to the effect of this is taking advantage. Um, and he didn't seem alone in that take. A lot of people were kind of like, well, if, yes, that's not a no, but also if you're going to go ahead and double dip at the exact same time, that, that certainly comes across as taking advantage, which to, I agree with at the same time though, I'm fairly motivated by money. I don't know about you, Jocelyn, but I certainly have a price for certain things that I would otherwise probably not do based on my own moral compass. But a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would bend a significant number of my morals for a million dollars. Fair enough. <laughs> I am no saint. We learned something today, fans. <laughs> a significant number. I didn't say all of them. <laughs> and bend not break so there's there's that yes. language in there too to save you don't worry I'm, I'm just i'm just gonna say if it came down to video game tournaments yes a million dollars is where i would be like yeah i'll take the risk let's see how this goes but it's uh and it but the thing is too on in, in regards to uh hearthstone esports like the the team at, at blizzard 
there was a follow-up in the form of a twit longer from Hearthstone's esports product manager, Drew H. And I'm not going to read the entire thing, but the, I think the key line here uh, is in this quote, uh, Drew H. wrote, we didn't intend for him to play directly over a Grandmaster event and mistakenly understood that Psycho would play the Hearthstone matches and work this around the other tournament he was participating in. The expectation is that players should be entirely present for their Grandmaster's matches. To which I would say, this is still not a no. Expectation does not equal required. I don't... Yeah, and again, like I mentioned previously, the idea that he is a professional, because players get paid to be there, whether they win or lose. This is their job. They have signed a contract. And so I would expect that they understand it's a job and that they should act professionally. And there is a certain code of professional conduct that I feel kind of is pervasive through all forms of employment, including this one. And so my expectation would be that you are fully present, that you perform your job to the best of your abilities. But I mean, I don't have any bearing on the actual rules of the tournament. Therefore, it's not a requirement. It's my personal opinion and expectation. Apparently, Blizzard shares that but failed to communicate it. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's what I find kind of kind of strange about all this because it certainly is in Blizzard's right to require that players not participate in another game at the exact same time that they're supposed to be playing the Grandmasters matches. One hundred percent, especially when they have said that you can't stream while your region is playing, because there's that level of professionalism and respect for the actual tournament itself that they want their players to have they want people to have their eyes on grandmasters they want to treat it seriously and part of that is you're not allowed to stream at the same time so i don't understand why psycho thought that this would be okay but i also looking at drew's official statement about this i don't get any of what he was trying to convey to psycho from the response that psycho has made public now We don't know if there's more to it other than just the sounds challenging sentence. But from what we have seen from both sides, I mean, Drew's response and what he expected Psycho to get out of their answer is beyond a stretch. Like nowhere in there do they say, please try to reschedule auto chess. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, indeed. So I, I, I don't know. I am not in the... Let's I'll say passionate camp uh, <laughs> really on either sides of these of these of these arguments, whether like in, in terms of, of anger, anger at Psycho or anger at uh, Hearthstone Esports on, on both sides. Like I can I can understand it. I think Psycho was unprofessional. Yes. I also understand going for it because of how much money is involved. I can, and, and I, again, I don't know that much about psycho. I don't know how old psycho is <laughs> like, who knows? Um, in my, like not saying it should probably have a bearing Liquipedia. on What's that? <laughs> I said, probably liquipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I tend to associate age with maturity based on, cause I need a scale somehow for my own personal opinions. Um, so, so who knows? Uh, but that's a lot of money. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay. If I was in your shoes, I probably would risk it too. Um, but at the same time, I can also understand uh, Hearthstone Esports not wanting to come, come down too hard because it feels like they're, they're already 
pretty strict in a lot of other places. As you already mentioned, you're not allowed to stream on your personal Twitch stream or, or, or mixer or whatever, wherever you end up streaming, uh, while, uh, while the grandmasters is going on, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to compete with the, the tournament that is paying you whether you win or lose. Um, which I get. And there's also this, I don't know. So you and I were talking and and we kind of boiled it down to this. There's essentially, it feels like two narratives in motion, or at least for the sake of this conversation, let's boil it down to these two. One is that a grandmasters from the get go is problematic in what it is. Is it a, is it a show tournament with invitations or is it the pinnacle of Hearthstone esports? which uh, is the bl- the lines are still blurred because of the way it started. It started with invitations. Some players were invited based on their popularity as a member of the Hearthstone community versus their actual performance in Hearthstone esports up until that point. I'm not saying all of them were. That is definitely not the case. It's 100% untrue, but some of them were. That's one of the issues, I think, playing into this, nar- this narrative. Number two is that Grandmasters isn't attractive enough for those who are in it, uh, which I would look at Dog as the shining example of that. Here's a player that had fantastic results in Grandmasters and also outside of it in the Masters Tour, had a fantastic season one, great storyline, the kind of thing that we as viewers, no matter what our opinion was of uh, specialist format, we're looking at Dog going, wow, what a performance I can't wait to see how he does next season. Oh, wait, never mind. He's going to quit because he can literally make more money from streaming on his personal stream, which he's not allowed to do if he's in Grandmasters, uh, which, again, I'm passing no judgment on a dog. I totally understand this. Uh, I'm just saying that if I'm over at Hearthstone Esports making decisions, I would be bummed about that because I'm sure I'm bummed about it as a, as a viewer, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Yeah. And I think, so I really like the way that you kind of brought forward these two narratives. And I think this is the part of the conversation where you and I really stopped agreeing because I think you seem to kind of take the side of maybe we should be a little more lenient on psycho because grandmasters already isn't attractive enough and they don't want to come down hard on the players. And so that's the narrative that I think you believe to be the most important Whereas, yeah, we're, we're and I would like to point out we are 100% in opinionville now. <laughs> like, oh is, yeah, no, yeah. 100%, 100%. And then so for me, I think the larger issue is the competition itself and kind of the first narrative. And I think that should be prioritized is that we should be trying to take grandmasters as seriously as possible. And you're right, because of the way it started, there is a giant kind of cloud over grandmaster's head because it's very hard to say you should take this competition seriously given that they gave these community spots out which i think was a mistake from the get-go because the result of doing it that way means that the people that i'm the most concerned about right now and i'm the most i guess upset on behalf of are all of the players who did really, really well last year in the tour stop um, system and just barely missed the cut to get into Grandmasters to be sitting there watching as somebody who essentially lost their career after traveling all around the world because the tour system was insane last year in terms of what it demanded from players. So you have these players that went all around the world, took Hearthstone very seriously. It was their career and then they didn't make the cut for Grandmasters to be sitting at home wanting to play and having taken the game so seriously for so long 
to see someone act like this is just a slap in the face. So for me, I wanted to see Blizzard before I knew that Blizzard knew about this ahead of time. That's a whole other issue. But I, I wanted them to come down on Psycho and say, like, this is unacceptable. You should be treating our tournament more seriously. Like, you should be taking this seriously. This is the pinnacle of Hearthstone esports. And that's the line that we're towing. So if you want to be a professional in another game, fine, get out. But don't sit there and try to do both at the same time and think that that would be acceptable. So I think for me, I think Blizzard should have taken the hard line and tried to fix the first narrative, which is that Grandmasters is a joke. Whereas I won't put words in your mouth, but go ahead, like... (laughs) Tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think I put it out as Grand, Grand, Grandmasters is problematic. <laughs> but, yes. But well, still, I'm going to say that. Well, because I mean, in, in Reddit and Twitter and Internet speak, that's basically I mean, it's the thing that Hearthstone has been struggling with since its inception is, you know, child's card game. Their esports is a joke. Too much RNG, blah, 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 blah. And Grandmasters itself has done nothing to, uh, I'll say, dispel those rumors. For lack yeah, of a which term. is to, to be clear, like we, we have historically fought back against that, especially the RNG, the children's card game, that kind of thing. Um, 100%. And uh, thank God for Hunter Ace and his continued just onslaught of anyone who <laughs> is unfortunate enough to be to be paired up against them. Because, yeah, if, if it's all about RNG, then how the hell is Hunter Ace so consistent? Um, yeah, but I think like but, the, it is still a narrative out there that needs to be addressed by Blizzard because it's it's out there. It's happening there are more and more things that seem to point to the fact that that's true and that they don't take their esport as seriously as they should, that it's disorganized, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the narrative that's out there. So I think that is what they need to be addressing and they need to be um, closing as many loopholes as possible to tighten up the system and make sure that expectations and rules and the difference between those are very clear to the players because the perception is very important. And I think the perception of grandmasters right now is not great. Certainly. (laughs) I feel like they were on the swing back. I feel like with the change of the conquest, we were all pretty stoked. The matchups were good. The games were great. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the games themselves are bad or that it's not exciting. I've watched at least part of every week of Hearthstone this far in season two. And so there's something to be said for that because I watched hardly none of season one Specialist didn't grab me. So I'm not saying like, it's not me that's saying that grandmasters is a joke, but there are, it's a narrative that I think needs to be addressed and they're not helping themselves by having things like this psycho situation happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything else to really add other than, I mean, I, I, I believe in what I said, which is I, I, I think at least part of the reason why we saw such a, a soft answer to Psycho's inquiry is this thing in the back of their minds of, well, dog left. We should probably not try and, you know, draw a line in the sand. Uh, that Don't give them a reason to leave, basically. Right, right. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I'd be personally... I don't know. I think a lot of this could have been addressed with significantly more re- uh, relegation spots. Mm-hmm. Like if there was a, a significantly more players at the risk of falling out of grandmasters, at least me personally, I would have gotten over the invitations way faster. I'm like, whatever. It's the first season. We have to see it somehow. Do what you think is going to get views. And if they can't cut it, cool. They won't be here very long. But there's not that many relegation spots, so we're still 
kind of contending with that that tickle in the back of our brains as 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 spectators going oh, some of these players are not the best of the best i feel like if that's the situation that we're in that blizzard feels like they need to tiptoe around their players then that's a really bad situation to be in they should feel i think they should feel happy to be there, excited about Hearthstone. They should be as invested in the scene as all the players were that were globe hopping last year. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of people that got into Grandmasters that are big streamers and, you know, have this dog-like attitude. I mean, I know you don't fault dog, but I found it a little bit off-putting that he was just like, nah. I'm I'm gonna go. This isn't important because then it's like it is it, that that sucks, man. That sucks. Well, it, it does, <laughs> and that's I think what I'm trying to point out is that is a challenge for Blizzard because there's a oh, lot sure. about Grandmaster. Absolutely. There's a lot about Grandmasters that is healthier and more sustainable than what we've been doing for years in Hearthstone esports. It, it, like there's a reason the Hearthstone esports have never been the same year after year. It, it it is it has been challenging to find a tournament system that is sustainable and also healthy for the players that doesn't ask them to jet set everywhere on either their team's dime or their own dime, uh, depending on their situation to actually be competitive. That's something that Grandmasters has done a lot to alleviate, uh, but it has brought in its own challenges. And and that mm-hmm. I think Dog and very successful players, very popular players uh, and the limitations placed on them and their own personal brand as a result of being in grandmasters. That's a challenge. I don't know how you fix that. Um, maybe you oh, do. I let, have an idea. What? Let them stream. <laughs> well, no, not let them stream. But what I don't understand is that if streaming Hearthstone is that much more profitable than grandmasters, it means that Hearthstone and Blizzard themselves are not monetizing Grandmasters in a way that they should be. Because we should be very excited to watch these big streamers take on other players who are either also big streamers or very well-known world champion type players. Like, who knows? We should be excited to watch those matches. More excited than just watching somebody grind ladder for the 800th day in a row. So if this should be the most exciting thing on Twitch happening and it has the most viewership, which it does, then they're not monetizing it properly. Whether that means they should have constant like cheer programs like they did for the global games, or if they should have like, so let's say I cheer 100 bits for dog or 100 bits for whoever, then those bits go to the players if they're cheered when they're on stream or actually make an esports bundle that you don't put a cap on fund your program better if these streamers can go on their personal twitch channels and make all this money you're on the same platform and you have in most cases three to four times the viewers like these these guys are pretty big streamers but their streams are usually somewhere between like 5k for the bigger ones there's a lot of smaller streamers in grandmasters too but like you're looking between like 5 and 15k right and the hearthstone grandmasters has been hitting like 30,000 viewers monetize that and then give it back to the players so that they want to be there and they're not constantly having this push and pull with oh i'm losing money right now should i really be doing this like just pay them <laughs> 
I bet those conversations are being had. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if we're getting to the point where Blizzard is afraid to say, don't participate in a competitor's tournament, like they, (laughs) they shouldn't even have to say that. The fact that Psycho thought it was even okay to ask is just incredible to me. They shouldn't have to say that they should, uh, players should feel like they want to be there and they shouldn't have anything else on their minds at the time. Do what you got to do. But I mean, they're just there are so many avenues open to Blizzard because of their relationship with Twitch, because of the fact that they are this gigantic company. They can do what they want. They deal in digital goods. They don't even have to worry about like supply chain issues. They could have put more money into the Grandmasters program simply by allowing multiple purchases of that bundle and not capping the the end amount that would be funneled back into Grandmasters. There are many other games or many other esports that are fan funded and have much bigger monetary pots than Hearthstone does. So monetize your audience properly, incentivize your players, and you won't have problems like this. I don't know. I just keep coming back to overall, I think this is healthier than what we've had in the past for basically every year of Hearthstone esports up until this point. And yet it is still imperfect. I hope that a lot of the points you brought up, specifically on the monetization side and making it more attractive for the competitors that are in Grandmaster's side, um, I hope that gets brought up. But I also, like at the tip top of my list, is still the relegation. Uh, I think no matter what, you're going to, going to run into issues like a top performer like Dog leaving because it's just more profitable to do something else. Uh, or on the other end, a player like Psycho double dipping. Uh, and making the tournament look unprofessional as a result. Uh, All of this, to me, boils down to a tournament that is not not equally attractive to every single player that's in it, and also problems that you are going to run into when you invite players rather than make them earn their spot. Yeah, and I mean, you bring up the relegation, and I think that as as fans and uh, on tech before, we've said that we want more relegation spots, and I, I don't disagree with you, but I mean, if we're talking about making Grandmasters attractive, that's one of the things that some of the players have said is that the fact that they could potentially lose their job in a few months is something that is, again, not attractive for them. So if you had more relegation spots, then that's more players that are going to lose their jobs, and I think that speaks to no like B league, I guess is, is the best way. Like this, this whole master's tour idea with the online qualifiers and the like once every few months tournaments doesn't really cut it because of the lack of relegations and the fact that people just don't feel like there's a clear path. There was a feeling in the previous iterations of Hearthstone Esports that anyone could be a hunter ace, that I could be sitting in my basement. And as long as I ground ladder enough, and as long as I you know, did everything that I was supposed to do, I could be world champion. I could start in January and by November, I could be the world champion. And that's the kind of thing that drives a healthy scene. And right now, we don't have that kind of middling ground. We don't have a place for the Grandmasters to go if they do get relegated that has any sort of the same amount of security as what they probably should have and should want. So I think that's another piece of the attractiveness puzzle where you have to make them not fear relegation so that if we put more relegation in and kind of up the stakes, it doesn't mean that you're actually just going to go from having a weekly paycheck to being out of a job. 
it's then a balancing act of the funds because you in the in this oh, yeah. same talk you've talked about well we need to play pay the players more but we also need an like a B tier uh, like a you know like a pro two like if Grandmasters yep. pro one we need a you know like the GSL has code S and code A um, something of that nature but okay well are we giving the players more money or are we bringing in more money so that we can afford to pay uh, players in a lower league. Right now, the way they're monetizing it, there isn't enough money to do that. But if you, like I said, bring in the the cheers, bring in the esports bundle that's just always available to purchase, do things like that to bring in more money, then grandmasters will be happier. They'll be getting paid more. And then when they get relegated, they get something to get relegated into, which also helps with the idea of just the narrative around the esport, which right now it's really hard because I mean, Vegas was pretty good, but I mean, maybe Vegas was good because we had a, a grandmaster and soon to be grandmaster as one and two. So those are good stories. But it's just, I feel very um, out of touch with the master's system specifically. And I feel like if there was an ongoing league that kind of mirrored the Grandmasters League, then I'd be more interested and it would give the players a bit of a fallback. And then that creates a healthier esport because you get players committing to Hearthstone because there's a path you can take. There's a guarantee of money a little bit further down the totem pole, we'll call it. And then you can kind of go from there. And then that healthier lower league feeds into a healthier upper league. The upper league brings in the money. And it's just, it's all this like cycle of getting, it's like a snowball. It just will snowball. And the fact that we've seen other companies, other esports make use of a model like that, I think it's a, a proven model and it's not that big of a leap for Blizzard to take. And I think it would help with all of the problems that we've outlined that makes Grandmasters not attractive. It would help pay players more. It would give them a place to go when they're relegated and it would help fans to actually see a through line, see a story, get excited. Like some of the, I've obviously been covering Rocket League a lot this year and Rocket League employs this kind of a system. They have an RLCS and an RLRS and one is like their championship league that gets all the Twitch everything. And the other one is the anyone can play into it league and they still promote it. But like there, it's definitely a tier. And the most exciting time is at the end of the season when you get the relegation tournaments, when the best from the lower league play off against the worst of the upper league. And you get to see that like, oh, my God, who's going to go? Oh, this is a Cinderella story. Like we don't have the, that narrative in Hearthstone at all. A lot more direct funding through the community around an esports running a video game. That, that is something we've been we've been clamoring for across basically all Blizzard games for a long time now. Uh, it certainly has been a request for years in Hearthstone. And it, it, at the very least this year, we have at least seen them dip their toe into that with the bundle. Uh, folks can listen to old episodes of the angry chicken because we, we've talked about that ad nauseum as well. And I am 100% with you. I do not understand why there was a limit placed on that bundle. But anyways, uh, I think we're going to end this here. Uh, hopefully we informed you. Uh, and I'm also curious what you think out there. Where's your head at? Where would you like to see grandmasters go? Uh, there's also a lot of people talking like they're like BlizzCon predictions. HCT is coming back and Grandmasters is out, which I think is like, I'm just exhausted at this point. I'm like, can we just just pick something? Stick with it. Let's continue to fiddle with it until it's it's really good. And I, I think HCT had its chance is, is kind of my opinion on that. But let us know what you think. If you're listening on podcast, write in tacpodcast at gmail.com. If you're a patron, you can message us on the patron only discord. 
which you can access by going to patreon.com slash TAC. And obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you, you know how this goes. There's comments down below. So hopefully you enjoyed this video. Please like and subscribe on the YouTube, subscribe on the podcast, and check us out over at patreon.com slash TAC. Until next time, job's done. Job's done. Yeah. There's many facets, obviously. Um, there's there's so many things, and historically, Blizzard as a f- <laughs> lawnmower is right outside my goddamn window. <laughs>